1: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown,
0: and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
1: Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They
0: were also playing chumba casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere. Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW Revoid prohibited by Law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders. Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with who knows wins. Put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It is another edition of the IPL 2021 live daily podcast from the Cricket Badger myself, and on the other side of the screen. You can see Neil Varani, and Neil, we've been um, realising over the last half now how much we need Facebook, haven't we? Our WhatsApp group. I was thinking this afternoon, very quiet on here, and um, basically Facebook's down, WhatsApp's down, everything's
2: down. Yeah, apparently there have been a couple of comments on um, on the non Facebook social media sites that are saying don't you'll do anything to stop criticism of uh, of his innings,
1: including taking it yeah. off the internet. Well, we we are obviously not I mean, that's because quite, of quite quite reach. Because of that, we're not broadcasting on Facebook today, but hopefully, we're still going out on YouTube and hopefully, we're still going out on Twitter. So, if anybody is watching this, I have no idea if anybody is or not, um, then um, if you could just comment and let us know you can see us, that would be rather good. If the worst comes to the worst and we're broadcasting to absolutely nobody, Neil, because our world is down because of uh, Facebook's problems, um, we will just strip the audio off and stick it out later on the usual traditional podcast format. Neil, anyway, let's get to the cricket, shall we? Because we've been seeing a very good game, actually. Today. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned uh, prior to us um, pressing uh, record there that it always looked like Delhi Capitals going w- were going to win that game. They came out on top by three wickets, two balls left. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Shimron and Heckmeyer in a second. But Delhi Capitals go top. And well-deserved.
2: Um, I thought they were absolutely superb today, apart from uh, a slightly... Pick and mix first over of the day and last over of the day. Um, they were on top pretty much all the other way uh, all the way through. Um, you know, little blips here or there, but pretty much full control as far as I, I was concerned. And I thought they were, I thought they were superb, um, really, really good, uh, and worthy winners.
1: And really looked dangerous as far as the title goes. Yeah, I mean, we we did the. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm a bit of frogness right today, and um, we did the uh, we ran through the remaining matches yesterday on the podcast, and um I won't do too much of a spoiler alert because you'll want to know what happens, listeners, um, in terms of the uh, the rest of the IPL might mean that you can actually miss the whole thing and know who's going to win it because we were we were right today we have Delhi Capitals to beat CSK today. And uh, we had um, a, a smiley Rishi pants. anyway at the end of the, uh, the tournament. So that probably gives away who won it. Um, but Daddy Capitals, they look like a really good side. Axel Patel, man of the match today, or nev- never lets Daddy down at all. Um, but start with Hetmeyer, 28 not out from him at the end and demoted behind Ravi Chandra and Ashwin. Maybe that was a little bit of mind games to kind of just wake him up a little bit. But has always frustrated me, Shimron Hetmeyer. Because everybody knows he can hit a big ball. He knows he can hit a big ball. Everybody knows he can hit the ball. But so often he comes in, plays three or four nice shots, and then he disappears again. Very rarely sees it through to the close. And today he did do that. Yeah, that's always been the uh, the frustration,
2: hasn't it, with, with Chamron? It's never about the talent. It's about the application. It's about the the dedication. He's almost like your your stereotype of what... A West Indian cricketer would be uh, if you made
1: one up in, in your head. Um well, it's, very, I mean, if very you, laid if back. Playing, um, if you're playing on the beach with Shimron when you're a kid, all you're gonna be doing is fetching it out the sea, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean the the talent there is
2: is so unbelievable and undeniable. And I think that's when you get really frustrated with the end products or the dedication to training uh, sometimes. I, I, I saw, um, I was watching the CPL, not this season, but the one before when they had the first um, single uh, single ground CPL uh, within lockdown. Yeah. And Samuel Badry was on commentary having a go because Shimron had spent lockdown hitting the pies um, and looked a million miles away from where he should be. To be honest, for me at the moment, he looks a little bit, a uh, little bit off the pace, fitness-wise, um, from what I've seen uh, before. But uh, maybe someone like like Rohit Sharma, who even when they are at the peak of their fitness, just look a bit, uh, a bit bigger, and it's it's not actually reflective of uh, of how some, in shape some, they actually are.
1: Yeah, some players, you know, they I I've kind of been up close and personal with. Um, not that personal, but uh, with plenty of county players and some of the players, I'd always had the image that they were a little bit tubby. When you actually see them without the shirt on and everything like that, they're not at all. They're just they're just thick set. They're absolutely all solid. Yeah, just solid. And maybe Shimron's uh, one of those. I mean, but having said that, to be fair to any cricketer, to be fair to anybody at the moment, it's a strange world that we live in. The pressures of being in bio bubbles, the pressures of being in lockdown and on your own. Um, if you're a single bloke for three months or whatever, I can understand people maybe packing a few pounds on. I certainly have. Oh, <laughs> I, I I
2: won't comment because uh, my wife has got enough comments about what's happened to me uh, over <laughs> lockdown. Um, but <laughs> but, uh, but apart from that, when when he plays as well with Shimron, um, he's got that happy-go-lucky, and sometimes you wish that he'd be a bit more measured, go for a, a few less flash shots and you know really building innings because you see him do it once or twice and he looks absolutely brilliant complete world beater and actually this this second part of the uh, of the IPL um I've seen some really good innings from him which have been a lot more um responsible and he still hit uh hits a really long ball he'll still go after you when the ball is there but Previously, uh, there was a, a tour where Ind- England went out to uh, the West Indies. <laughs> I remember an innings which um, I, I believe was literally six runs, two balls. Came yeah. out in a floppy, hit a fast bowler for a six, and then got out straight away. And that, yeah. that's what you'd be used to. Now, now we're seeing a lot more end products, and I'm really hopeful for the future with Shimron because um, his his talent is uh, and potential is unbelievable.
1: I oh, he's got some very good people that he's working with as well. I mean, you don't get many better than Ricky Ponting. To pick the brains of him in terms of batting and how to see a one-day match through to the close, Ricky might not have played that many T20 matches, but he's certainly played a lot of white ball cricket. So he's a pretty good uh, mentor to have. <laughs> Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. I'll just be looking at the uh, the, the, the race for the, uh, the orange cap here, Neil. And the, the top end of the, the leaderboard, or whatever you'd call it, is um, pretty tight. KL Rahul um, is on 528 runs. He's still got two matches to play if he plays both. Um, 500, 521 for Rutter Gaikwad, so he's only seven behind KL Rahul. You've then got Shikha Darwin, who made a little bit of ground today. He's on 501, so only 27 behind KL, but with one game of the group stages to play at least. But he's obviously going to have a little bit more than that because he's in the into the playoffs too. Um, Sanjay Sampson with the Rajasthan Royals, he's got two matches still to play. He's 48 runs behind KL on 480. After Plessy, who's got another one match left, he's on 470, but he's got the playoffs to look forward to as well. And then you've got Mayank Agarwal, Glenn Maxwell queuing up behind them too. I mean, the race for the the purple cap for the bowling looks pretty much cut and dry. But the batting, any anybody in the top ten could still win that. I think you're looking at two and three there. Um, just
2: just because they've got more games uh than the rest and possibly by losing then uh Guy quad yeah. and and uh, Faf Du C might have earned themselves an extra match on top of Delhi uh there so it, it's a bit weird that by losing you actually potentially give yourself an extra match to play um to get that uh, that run total up um Guy quads also uh, I mean apart from his 100 the other day uh he's in pretty fearsome uh form at the moment. Uh, he's looking looking beautiful. So uh
1: he'd be he'd be my uh my pick there, definitely. There's two players in the Delhi Capitals batting lineup that frustrate me. One is Shimron, we've we've talked about him. The other is pretty sure He he as well has all of the talent in the world. Absolutely blessed with talent. Um he can hit a cricket ball as sweet as anybody, but he just doesn't know when to check himself back a little bit and when to go go for the full throttle for me now
2: i i think i think with sure it's um it's actually strategic i i think that ponting has has said that um, we'll have one person who values their wicket less but mm-hmm. you go really hard uh from the top if if you fall over in the first over or two then we got shreyas we got Rishabh pant got Hepmeier behind, we have A.N., other, uh, Stoinis or Smith or the lad, Repel, who I hadn't seen before. Even Aksha right and well, i him. he he liked him. Yeah. He looks, he looks I, okay. was, I was impressed. He, di- he, didn't, uh, he didn't look phased, which is no. uh, the most important thing for new, new guys. But I, re- I reckon pretty Shaw sure has given that licence to go hard, not care about losing your wicket, but see if you can get them off to a fly because Shikadawan – has pr- pretty much perfected that fast accumulator role mm. he does it a lot quicker than the likes of kl and uh, and actually virat as well over the last couple of seasons um and then accelerates even further after that but he's a lot safer than um than pretty sure so you've got that nice that nice balance um there where Prippy's allowed to to lose his wicket if he's going at you know like a strike rate at 200 and i think that's it's fair enough. In in a way, actually, it's very unselfish. I've I've spoken my own feelings about Kale Rahul, who I think at times puts his own personal statistics um <laughs> over the over the team's uh, the team's needs. You've got think,
1: you've got it in for KL,
2: haven't you? You really have. If you're watching KL, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I think pretty sure Jason Roy when he plays for England, um, those kind of players, I think that is really, really unselfish where you put the team strategy ahead of your own personal uh, milestones. So if you're getting out for 35 off uh, 16, 70 balls every game, as long as the coach and the captain and the team understand what you're doing, then no one else is uh, as worried the fact that you're not getting a 50 every now and again. You're doing what the team needs. So I'm okay with pretty big there.
1: And Batty Raya played well today, didn't he? Um, 55 from 43 balls, 5-4s, 2 sixes just as his team needed him as well. You know, the CSK were falling apart at the time. He's just so reliable.
2: Uh, I mean, over the last four, five seasons, you know, he's he's not someone who... He's not one of the the sexy names like a, like a Pandya or a Pant or an Ishan Kishan, but he just keeps churning out runs at a high rate very, very consistently. <laughs> I, I know it's completely unfair, but I still wonder what could have happened in the 2019 World Cup when I think he was dropped unfairly from uh, that squad after very good returns on a very tough tour of New Zealand um, uh, ahead of time. And I mean, he wouldn't have been in the first team, but uh, after Shikandawan got injured and Raul moved from number four up to opening, then we could have really done with him. there. He's someone that you can really, really rely on and, I think I often haven't noticed how quickly he actually scores but he scores quickly against pace and especially against spin and he's he's the backbone of um, of that CSK team especially considering Suresh Reiner had um you know the balcony holiday last year it's getting on a bit now and he doesn't seem to be the player that he once was or maybe yes. CSK playing differently but so he's, so
1: not famous, he's just lost a little bit of his mojo, doesn't he? Um, I mean he's another one that looks quite fat from a distance, but I bet oh, he's not a at boy. all. Yeah, but I bet I mean if you bet if you went up and prodded him, I bet he's hard as nails. Well, I, I always remember, yeah, he always looked
2: really it's it's like you yeah, yeah, he's in his thirties but hasn't lost his baby fat yet. But he's one of the best fielders that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um and he'd absolutely yeah, so agile in uh, in the outfield. Um so, uh, yeah, clearly the looks belied uh, the actual truth there.
0: My name is Jacob and I sent the Badger a message. And now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast, then tweet at cricket underscore badger.
1: You agree with me with this, um, this following statement. CSK and Delhi Capitals have been the best two sides in this tournament so far. No, no. Um, Just because... um, That ruins ruins my supplementary question.
2: (laughs) Well, I I would include um, Royal Challenges, Bangalore um, in there. I think that all three have had the occasional off game, but they've equally been a step above um, everyone else. There's those three. Then there's the pack of four and then there's Rashid Khan and Kane Williamson on their own um,
1: right at the bottom. Let's look at the table then after Delhi Capitals win today. Three wickets um, with um, two balls to spare. They made hard work of it towards the end, but they never really looked like they were going to throw it away. And Delhi Capitals have gone top of the table. They've got one game to play. They're on 20 points. I'm doing this as it scrolls across the bottom of the screen, so you can follow me. CSK played 13 as well. They're two points behind. RCB got two matches to go. They can just sneak past CSK if they win both. KKR are looking handily placed to take fourth place on 12 points with a game to go. Punjab Kings probably have a bit too much to do on 10 points. Rajasthan Royals and Mumbai Indians have got two matches to play on 10 points as well. And uh, we won't mention Sunrisers Hyderabad Neil because they've kind of they're, they're almost off a different screen, aren't they? Because they're that far behind. And um, but on the basis of what we've um, talked about last night and the fact that Delhi Capitals have won today, CSK have got to be a little bit edgy, haven't they? With RCB just behind them, the top two matters, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it definitely does because you get you get two ch- uh, two bites of the cherry um, there, and and we've seen that that can matter. In fact, sometimes um, I mean it's not. A risk that you'd want to take, but losing the first game and having to go into that eliminator um, actually gives you a bit more momentum going into into the final because you've won a couple of get, uh, days before. Whereas the team that qualified already has had has got a little bit cold um, in the meantime. So yeah, getting in that top two matters, and CSK will be watching uh, very carefully for RCB's next game. To see what they need to do. Um, I know Dhoni spoke the other day, and I think very fairly about, um, in addition to all the bubble fatigue and so on that people have suffered um, over this year um, with their own international and domestic commitments before the IPL as well. The fact that you know you're in a coach for two hours if you're off to Sharjah or Abu Dhabi, depending on where you're based initially, and the travelling and you know he's been trying to get a few more players to get, have a bit of a run out and manage niggles. At the same time as um, making sure that you're managing people's health mentally and physically, um, you also have to keep an eye on the table. The fact that you've automatically um, qualified doesn't mean you can take your foot off the gas because being one or two can mass- uh, matter massively compared to being three or four.
1: I always think as well, if you're in the, um, in, in the top two and you win that effectively semi-final. Uh, and you go straight through to the final, then you're on the beach for a week, aren't you, effectively waiting for the other matches to be played. Um, I often wonder how that affects teams and how the uh, the coaching staff, et cetera, manage that time, because you, you can go a bit cold, because the other teams are obviously that you're going to be facing are, are winning matches to get to see you in that final, and that can be uh, a little bit problematic. Um, just go through the, the, the fixtures that are left here. Um, Royal Champions of Bangalore take on Delhi Capitals in their last match. Um, that's That could be a real crunch encounter, couldn't it? CSK have got Punjab Kings still to play. Um, just looking at the, the way the table's set up, um, you've got, obviously, net run rate right could, could come into play in the final standings. And RCB's net run rate right is far less good than CSK. So if they do finish level on points, is that the first divider or is it head-to-heads that's the first one?
2: I think it's net run rate right first because previous um previous qualifications uh that we've seen that have come down to net run rates i think famously uh mumbai indians qualified on net run rates when Corey anderson hit something ridiculous and they chased like 214 overs and it came to that first ahead of um head-to-head so it it, it definitely matters you now if they're on the same points then it may come uh, down to that absolute shellacking that um that Kolkata gave RCB a few games ago. Chennai haven't really been on the back of uh, uh, that many huge losses. I think also that KKR-RCB match um, could be really instrumental when it comes to the fourth place uh, choice because those teams are grouped very, very tightly. Uh, And that was a huge win for KKR.
1: I've just realised, Neil, I think that we get most of our comments from the Facebook page and obviously that's not in operation today. So i put out a little message to ask for questions um, <laughs> from our uh, lovely Twitterati out there. Well, Twitter's still going. Um, you can rely on Twitter. Um, but uh, we've got a couple of questions. One of them's quite good. Well, both of them are quite good, actually. That kind of that almost sounds detrimental to the other question. Um, but Videshi Guna is saying, whose, whose hairstyle is the most ridiculous, Donies or a Tapper's? Uh,
2: Shreya, who, who seems to have just... Like, got a bowl and then done like a, a grade one or grade zero all the way around. So, yeah, Shrias for me. Don't, don't am I'm, I'm not too bad with the kind of mohawk thing. Hasn't, um, hasn't Deepak Chihar got the same thing, only he's dyed like a little bit, a bit at the bottom red? <laughs> um, it's, it's,
1: it's almost like they've got too much time on their hands, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being, uh, having a group of, uh, young men with, uh, too much money and, uh, and having them all locked up together, you're going to get silly stuff going on. Um, I'm quite glad that uh, uh, that this is the least of it. Well, at least they haven't all tried to do the full Foden.
1: Yeah, I watched uh, Man City the other day, and Foden's back to his normal colour. So uh, that, that's, that's past us, thankfully. Um, the, the Doney's Mohawk, have you ever seen him with it actually up?
2: No, no, not yet. No. Um, what I did notice, um, has Doni, uh, has Doney got a contract with Just For Men? He's uh he's not he's not looking as uh as grey and distinguished as uh, as he was before. Uh the only thing I'm glad about is that he hasn't gone the traditional Indian way of uh, using henna and uh, getting a sort of bright orange um hairdo, because <laughs> my word, that that is not, not
1: a good look. I know I know Sonny Gavasky, when they were they they were talking about something very similar, I think, and he admitted that um he, he dyes his hair because old Sonny Gavask is getting on a little bit, and I think he's got very lustrous um, dark locks still. So I think that's that's not totally natural um, for Mr. G. Um, the um, other question that's coming. in.
2: One, one, um, one, th- one thing on on that, when do you think we're going to get our first um, addition to Shane Warne's stable with uh, the Advanced Air Studio? I think someone said that Mishra uh, may be a, a good candidate or have had a, a little bit of work, work done that way. Are we going to see Is- some adverts with Indian players
1: there? I was going to say, because there hasn't been an Indian one, has there? You need Virat Kohli to lose his hair overnight or, or, or MSD, <laughs> don't you? For that to really work. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. There's over
2: 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000 and there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different
1: league. Sanjay, um, thank you for your message, Sanjay. Um, He says, aren't you getting the feeling that CSK have gone off the boil um I've got a sneaky feeling it's going to be RCB against Delhi um eventually for the title. Well, Sanjay, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, that's how we felt too. How does Neil feel?
2: I think we spoke about it a little bit um when I when I was last on or I was on quite a few times last week I think. Um I I said I think it'll be RCB versus CSK in the final. I think Delhi really really seemed to when Pretty Shaw was out injured. They really seem to miss his impetus. And I think Stoinis, uh, is his hamstring is still a bit dicky. Mm. Um, I think that's that's a big loss as well because Steve Smith is currently, well, I think for about eight years, he hasn't been a good T20 player. And he he stalled their team when, uh, when he was batting there. So they seem more susceptible at the moment. CSGO. Marish, uh, managed to carry Rayner uh, for quite a while at the moment and still get by and carry MSD type role from the 2016 World Cup where he barely batted, barely bowled, but his tactical nous, um was enough to to keep him in the team because quite frankly, this team bats down to nine at the moment. There's only, actually, there's only Hazelwood because Bravo, Thakur and Chahar all bats um uh, they all bat very well, so there's only Hazelwood who doesn't really contribute. So drop MSD down uh, down to ten. Just have him uh, captaining uh, like Darren Sammy did. Like KKR may have to do with Owen Morgan because, quite frankly, his return to draw.
1: We have um, Rajasthan Royals taking on the Mumbai Indians tomorrow, um, and the way the table's set up, that's basically whoever loses that is a, is out of the competition. Whoever wins that. Just give themselves kind of like half a sniff, very faint sniff. Um, and it's really in the interest of one of those teams to win that convincingly, isn't it, to try and just make their net run rate a little bit better.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can't really call it with these two teams because they're they are they're just so mind-blowingly inconsistent. You, You honestly don't know who's going to turn up because MI have got all these proven superstars who just haven't stepped up, or have only done it sporadically through the whole season? The only person who is in any sort of form at the moment is um, Sarab Tawari, <laughs> who isn't even a regular player. It's just that Ishan Kishan's been dreadful. Um, I think with Rajasthan, they are well. Jaiswal and Lewis are explosive, but I mean Jaiswal is is very young. Uh, you can forgive him uh, being hit miss. Evan Lewis um, tends to be a bit hit and miss himself, although I think he's excellent. They rely massively on Sandry Sampson, but their batting lineup is uh, is pretty shallow for me. Um, I think what both teams have are um, excellent pace bowling attacks, which have really carried them through the season so far. So it's uh, uh, it's anyone's game. It's not so much who plays well on the day; it's um, it's who messes up. Um,
1: less badly than the other? I mean, basically, either Rajasthan or Mumbai will be played 13 points 12 alongside KKR after tomorrow's game, but with a, a worse net run rate. I'm not sure. I'm not, the maths is beyond me in terms of whether the, a kind of like 0. 0.5 difference in net run rate is actually achievable in terms of overturning it. KKR would have to be battered and whoever um, comes from behind would have to probably have two very convincing wins to make it anything like close, I think. Um, Sanjay's um, taking us back to the hair and um, the hair seems to be the major, um, talking <laughs> point today. Um, Galton Gambier has been part of the advanced hair studio. He says, if he, if he's not wrong. Ah, uh, okay. Well, to be fair, he is, uh, the Indian
2: version of Michael Vaughan. So, uh, am Shane Vaughan, as far as his, his comments on social media and, uh, uh, in the cricketing media go so that makes absolute sense um guy who uh who's defines clickbait that may, maybe there's some kind of uh relationship there if you're very clickbaity then you will lose your hair very early It's a warning kids
1: <laughs> clickbait hair loss goes side by side I, I, i'm a, yeah I, I, yeah, I'm going to get down that rate. There's a rat in the kitchen, what am I going to do? There's a rat in the kitchen, what am I going to do? I'm going to get a black rat cricket bat. He <laughs> rat fans. The best kit available to maximise those scoring opportunities from blackratcricket.com. That's made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. I, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. Mumbai Indians get started. Rajasthan Royals. It might be the, the last time I watch my team Mumbai with any sense of hope whatsoever um, in this edition of the IPL. The um, for probably for both Rajasthan and for Mumbai, the mega auctions coming at exactly the right time. Certainly for your team. Sunrise is Hyderabad, and probably for the Punjab Kings as well. And the bottom four are going to have to go away, regroup, and wonder how they're going to target uh, the mega auction. Kolkata Knight Riders, definitely favourites to pick up fourth place. And if it stays as it is in terms of the order, um, I mean, RCB will certainly be hoping they can overturn CSK, but it'll be RCB in the third. This is fourth against KKR with DC and CSK. um, Repeating today's match in terms of the... uh, the first route through to the final, in terms of um, IPLs that we've seen down the years, how good has this one been? Do you think it's lost any impetus because of the fact that we've had it in two chunks? I think there is um, there is a loss of of
2: narrative, um, mm. for want of a better word. Um, you could you could see um, sort of a team story unfolding, uh, the uh, uh, the rises and falls, uh, people coming into form, getting out of form. Um, previously. And yeah, I mean, we've spoken um, before about the issues with with the blast in the UK. And uh, a major one is that it the no. tournament is disjointed. So people don't get that well, sense of story going along. Well, the, and I think all the, we've lost all out of the
1: best, All of the best tournaments in the world, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the big bash goes on too long now. It's tried to mimic the IPL. But um, the IPL can sustain it because it's got the interest in it. You know going a bit longer, but the best tournaments in the world are played over a short period of weeks in a chunk where it goes from the first match all the way through to the final, and you follow as you say the narrative all the way through the peaks and troughs the form the disasters and the triumphs as you go through and then you see somebody lift the trophy at the end of it and i think and I, I think this IPR has suffered as a result of that hiatus of a few months between two incarnations when both when basically most of the teams have turned up with a different cast. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, the uh, the player loss uh, during the break has has changed things massively, and I I also think that the cricket suffered by the fact that they've come to tough pitches mm. in the UAE where the IPL as a product could have um, sustained tough pitches to begin with, um, which players then grew into and started getting better scores. You saw better. Um, Better games dealing with those conditions, but having the break and then coming into this, so people are doing it cold. By the time that players get used to uh, the conditions, yeah, it's it's the World Cup that's going to get the uh, the benefit, not the IPL.
1: Yeah, I mean, you almost needed the the second half to be played on absolute roads where you're going to get big scores to kind of delight the masses and to kind of add, add the extra. I mean, I I really like kind of one thirty-one forty takes on one thirty-one forty. You, you get better finishes like today gets to the last over there's a little bit more of a uh, kind of jeopardy and, and tension factor in those kind of games rather than sort of 2.40 plays 2.20 which yeah you get fours and sixes and what have you but sometimes those can be very much one way traffic it's nice to see the bowlers get a little bit of a say in these matches as well at the moment which is, which is very good indeed but uh, we finish off today after a very good game two uh, I think I think personally the best two sides in the competition. Although CSK maybe just maybe just on the wane a little bit, but Delhi Capitals on to the top of the table. CSK just behind them still, and RCB um, very much in contention for one of those top two places. KKR looking the favourites to take that four spot. Neil Varani, yep, just just one thing, James. Monumental here, aren't you? Monumental. <laughs> no, it's just um, I,
2: w- I was reading on uh, on Twitter before we we started, and I'm sure some of the listeners and and, uh, and viewers may be wondering, but apparently the umpire was correct with the uh, with the call in the last over. What I read in the uh, in the rules is that a ball needs to pitch, it needs to land out uh, off the pitch before it passes by. The wickets um, for it to be a noble, so it doesn't hit the cut strip, but it does actually bounce. Um, that ball uh, from uh, from Bravo, wasn't it? Um, that didn't bounce by the time that it passed the wickets, and that was why it was a wide. And it's, it's properly in in the fine print, but and I think the umpire actually got it correct. Whereas you know, I watched it first up, and I what what have they done? it's like the um, the DRS. Uh, for Punjab Kings uh that got turned down the other day. It's just a complete mess. <laughs> but
1: I, it, it appears that they're right. It could have been really um controversial that as well, couldn't it? If Delhi Capitals hadn't got home. As we say, I mean both both of these sides have qualified for the final four, but being in that top two is is massively important and Delhi had taken a massive stride towards that today um in getting to that top two. And if that had Altered that proceedings, and Delhi had lost because of that. Ricky Ponting would have certainly, for one, would have been stomping around with um, smoke coming out of his ears. Ricky obviously hasn't read that fine print. Well, we we actually saw the um, the third umpire
2: calling the no foot uh, the front foot no ball. The catalyst for getting that done was RCB versus Mumbai, I think, where someone got given uh, got out off the last ball where Malinger I think overstepped. And no one picked that up. And uh, you know, this uh, this could have uh, ended up changing things uh, had it been incorrect. Um, and it appears generally that it has to be something happening wrong, either in the IPL or to India, because they've got the clout to stamp their feet and say, this isn't right. You've actually got to sort out in the ICC or say, all right, actually, we will make the changes and make the investment to to get things
1: get things right. Um, I, so. I have to say, Neil, the, I think the umpiring in the tournament's been actually okay. I mean, the the, the couple of wide calls, I think. The, the, I mean, wides are very difficult, especially when the batsman's moving around. But apart from that, I think they've done a very good job. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't really complain about it. Um, and I it's think- a tough, it's a tough job as well, Neil, because you know. Players always get away with mistakes. It's T20, it's fast and it's furious and you can make a mistake in a T20. Umpires can't because they're absolutely under the microscope with replays from every angle. Um, Everything they do wrong gets exposed and I think they've done a really good job. Yeah, uh, I uh, I definitely agree. Um,
2: And look, there are a billion people who are going to be dissecting it, watching it, um, using slow motion and all the different angles to dissect your your decision afterwards with tools that you don't have at the time. Um, I I would not want to have to perform under that type of pressure.
1: No, no, I wouldn't either. Um, Rajasthan Royals then against Mumbai Indians. Is the match tomorrow? We'll be back tomorrow to talk about all things that and hopefully Facebook and everything else. The world will have returned to some kind of social media normality. Neil Varani, thank you very much for uh, keeping your appointment today. I was supposed to have Naman on and Naman, if you're watching, really sorry, but I couldn't actually get the link to you to actually join us today. So... uh, I'm sure Namant will be on um, at least a couple of times this week with his words of wisdom as we go through uh, the final um, stages of the group phase of this IPL. It's been pretty exciting. Um, There is more excitement around the corner and there is a trophy to be doled out in the not-too-distant future. So join us for all of that and join me again tomorrow.